0: everyone? You're obviously confused and around. And where are we now? Do you have idiots
1: on your
2: planet? It's me, Sorenberg,
1: remember from high school? I do enjoy a well-buttered floor and you're listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing season 10, episode 6, Saturday Morning Fun Pit. My name is Michelle Burlingame. Not with me are Tommy Roulette, how's it going pete woodward that's me and our guest today Devin newson
3: what What up uh welcome back getting in under the wire as we wrap this stuff up oh yeah Uh, i was chomping at the bit as i was just saying when we were getting started This this is the boldest statement i'll make on this show ever and that's after 128 some episodes this is my favorite episode Ooh. I Ooh. I laughed out loud multiple times and then voluntarily yeah. watched it again oh, just man. for fun. Wow. Just oh, for fun.
1: That's, that's it's it's refreshing. It is a good episode, and I it's, had a feeling that you were gonna really like this one, but I didn't know you were gonna go that far.
3: I, I seriously, it was so good. Just just you know, the anthology episodes have traditionally been really hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But the, but this one they just fucking nailed it on so many levels. I was so pleased. It definitely and is like, one of the better ones. Yeah, like in ten seasons, like this. I does this rank in the the IGN like best episodes, or is this something that's just like uh, a throwaway? I don't know. Pretty sure it got like mediocre scores. Mm-hmm. Like it's because the people voting are too young. Like if you grew up when I did, man, that Saturday morning Scooby Doo.
1: Yeah,
2: especially because this came out so late in the show's run, you know, like uh most of the people who are watching it probably didn't get a lot of those references. Oh my God,
3: it was it just cut right to the bone on so much stuff. Very happy. It was
1: it was nominated for a uh, 2014 Writers Guild of America award. Right. I don't think it won. it won, but it was nominated. So oh,
3: the wow. writers
1: liked it. Good.
3: <laughs> those are those are the smart people. Yeah. People like that. um. So how's, how's quarantine life been for you, Devin? Uh, You know, it's not been that different, honestly. (laughs) Um,
2: uh, No, like I have, I feel lucky enough to like not be affected by this. I mean, like uh, in a way where myself or friends or family members haven't been sick or anything. Um, And
3: That's as an essential worker too.
2: Yeah, and and I'm an essential worker. So it's like I've been working the whole time. So like outside of the panic attacks I was having when everything <laughs> was first going down, uh, I've been luckily working for a good company and like been uh, paid well uh, being where I'm at. And uh, so I, I, I can't complain. Uh, I bought a bike. I became a bike guy.
3: Oh. <laughs> like, like, a, like a fixie or like a, a 20 speed or something.
2: Uh, like a ten speed twin road bike. Oh um, man. I I love it. Like I haven't owned a bike in ten years and I'm like totally nerding out on it and going all over <laughs> the wind. So I'm
3: it. like that with my inflatable pool.
0: <laughs> I got one we got one of those uh like last week or two weeks ago, an inflatable pool.
3: It's it's life changing. Yeah. It's what nice. what you need to do is get a little chlorine floater I got and a it. cover. Got it. Yep. And then there's a, I'll I'll send you a link. There's a vacuum that you hook up to your hose, and it sucks all the gross stuff off the bottom.
0: Oh, All right. Yeah,
3: it's okay. it's uh it's become a labor of love. But I was I was just in there tonight after work, like decompressing, having a couple drinks, and like, all right. Now if my daughter and her dirty friends would <laughs> stop getting in it. The water wouldn't be gray, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what the
3: chlorine's Kids. for. Kids.
2: I had my first. Uh, a uh, big long drinking session of the year on july 4th around an inflatable pool with uh, Ooh,
1: that sounds nice
2: with our pals george dunn and chelsea and some other people so nice. oh man yeah
3: it's uh it, the, the holiday was all right i went to uh i went to an overnight trip to pittsburgh to sit in a hotel so i could look at the different four walls oh <laughs> and uh and it 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 worked out really nicely like nice the uh there, there were a couple speed bumps that we hit like with food delivery and stuff but just kind of sat in the room and watched deadwood off the laptop like plug the laptop into the tv mm-hmm. and then just chilled out it was it was really Wait, like a good put reset the laptop button.
2: into the tv
3: like with an hdmi cable yeah,
2: okay yeah, like, yeah
3: yeah i, I like just that. i shoved it into it and smashed it and was like, so like fuck you gay- embassy <laughs> suites I wish there was like a VHR slot that you could like stick your whole laptop into, right.
2: and then it would appear on the TV.
3: I can't afford those kinds of docks. Um, have you have you had to have in your in your work any mask confrontations? Uh,
2: nothing's extremely crazy. Uh, like, there's been no uh, tantrums or anything. I mean, there no. There's been tantrums, but not like violent tantrums. Uh, there we like a guy pulled up in the back, like near the back of the store while I was working out back. And he goes to me, uh, is there a wait to get in? And we're he could see the line from where we're both standing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a line, but it only takes about like five to 10 minutes. Honestly, at this point, like it's not very long. Right. Like, what time do you guys open tomorrow? And I'm like, well, let me open at nine. Not telling him. I wasn't going to tell him that the line was going to be way longer at 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially because he then went, I don't wait in lines. Communists used to wait in lines. Oh,
1: my God. Oh and God. at God. that
2: point, I just stared at him until he drove away.
3: <laughs> das uh, done, you comrade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'm gonna make some some guesses about demographics on this guy. Um, mm-hmm. early fifties to mid-sixties.
2: <laughs>
3: Accurate. Uh <laughs> eth- ethnically pale.
2: Accurate. I've <laughs> heard it put that
3: way before, but yes, I know what um, you talking about. <laughs> dri- driving a
2: Buick. At. Uh, you know, I didn't take a good look at the car, but it was tan and it very well yep. could have been. <laughs> it was Tam
3: Tam Buick tracks. I think we can make that yeah. assumption. Hey,
2: I
1: had
3: oh. a Buick. <laughs> <laughs> My look, first I,
1: car was in Buick.
3: No, I know I know <laughs> lots of people who aren't old white guys that have Buicks. <laughs> it's never by choice. <laughs> true. That's true. And it, it's that it's just it's it's like like I've known lesbians that
2: didn't drive Subarus or did exactly so. but if
3: they but if they had a choice the dog cage in the back a, a four-wheel drive forester and there's nothing wrong with that it's just like <laughs> you know that that just knowing knowing where your your place of business is and and that little conversation is like oh i could extrapolate lots from this
2: oh yeah you you hit the nail on the head like that's exactly who it was
3: uh jiminy um so yeah, we're 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 winding down the series here. It's been it's been a little bit of a roller coaster, but boy, this episode—not um, I didn't know where it was going to go. I knew it was maybe an anthology, but then starting with Nixon and Agu and the Saturday morning cartoons, like I used to live for Saturday morning cartoons because it's the only time fucking cartoons were on. They're the best. It was it was really good, and and then the way that they they. Managed to convey so many of the tropes of those things, like the end. So, like starting with the Bendy Boo and the Mystery Crew, like (laughs) they nailed every questionable aspect of that, and even the things like, like the repeating. We're we're lost in the repeating forest. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: it's very Hanna Barbera. I. Uh, cheap background art joke.
0: <laughs> I also like you could see the uh, like transparency sheet of it kind of slide mm-hmm. over. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there was that, but then the
3: other piece of that that was really great, and I I don't know if you guys caught it or if it's in you know the, the the infosphere or what, but like there's a scene in the fake intro credits for the show when they're singing the song, and I swear to God, the part where they're getting chased by the motorcycle guy who looks like mm-hmm. Evil Can that they're running with David Letterman.
1: I think it's Jimmy Carter. Really? Yeah, I think, I it's think so. Yeah, him.
3: I like because, I, like I said, I watched it twice, and at both times, it's like, holy shit, is that David Letterman? Like, which, which would have is is I think even better than Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's good, but then to have like just a weird Letterman cameo, and then bringing in the Globetrotters Trotters at George Takei. Oh yeah. Know, <laughs> And, Larry and- Bird. Oh, <laughs> that 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 whole thing with Larry Bird and the voicemail message. Mm-hmm. I I want to know is that the actual message where they reached out to him, or did they say, "Can you just read this
0: into a voicemail"? No, I'm
1: sure. That, yeah, he I'm actually, sure they had to have his agreement.
0: He he re- no, he recorded it at a place. There's a okay because I went and looked at his page on uh, the InfoSphere, and there's a picture of him sitting at a like a microphone reading the script to it was so
3: so good but like just just i mean the fact that they got like you know search me no don't i'm holding
2: i'm holding yeah and then (laughs) like along with they got all the tropes like you said like uh was the one joke where fry as shaggy was uh it's like i got a question for you how old are we on a scale of 14 to
3: 32. <laughs> with the laugh track yeah and then yeah. would you would you do it for a bendy brew robert alcoholic <laughs> okay
2: like they i like that they kept uh the the dark they brought the darkness of bender into it still
3: absolutely uh and then the the whole like. The spooky kabuki with George Takei, like there no one's coming to my kabuki theater
0: anymore now that they built this basketball arena. I, like I love the line at the end where Leela's like, wait, kabuki theaters don't have projectors, and his response is just like some, some do. do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's my it's favorite a line. Matter of factly.
1: <laughs> well, one thing that was uh, super meta about this part was that um um, Billy West played Shaggy in one of the more recent Scooby Doo movies. Did he? yes.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh That's my god! Okay. Was it before <laughs> or after the? I'm
1: about to look this... that up now.
3: Well, and he—I mean—he also sang the song, like the Bendy Boo and the Mystery Crew song, was clearly yeah. Billy West singing, which I don't mind as much. You know, like I but, like Billy West singing, fine uh Katie, Katie yeah, Sedgwick he was
1: uh-huh. he was um shaggy in 1998 Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah,
2: I was going to say cuz he took over I thought after Casey Kasem
0: died. Yeah. Oh my god. But that, that was is... even before Casey Kasem, before Kasem died. died. Yeah, he, died. he was retired. Yeah. Matthew Miller whole... does a lot of them now. Mm-hmm. Both live
3: action and the cartoons.
0: I mean Yeah, except he didn't do the new movie.
3: No. The one on, on HBO Max or Disney Plus or whatever it is. I think it's HBO Max.
0: Okay. You mean Scoob?
3: That's it, yeah. <laughs> I which apparently I have HBO Max. They're gonna kill off HBO Go, I think. Yeah, and they that's... they upgraded me. And they're killing
0: PC yeah. Universe.
3: I apparently mm-hmm. I like, don't so...
0: have HBO Max yet.
3: There's there's some kind of an upheaval going on, I think.
0: <gasps>
3: mm. Um the the Zoidberg stuff in this thing was so good too just like cloning is a sin against nature and yes i'll take you to the cloning room like that whole just just having him having him be there in the limited amounts he was even better in the purpleberry place where just with the bort but Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: um
3: you know just just like everything like where they're in they're in the bed and the five globetrotters are all in the same bed and like Shaggy wakes up and sees him, and then jumps under it, and it's just it's just like sure. everything was so fucking good. Like they just nailed it on so many levels, and like tying it all up and like wrapping it around. Okay. Um. Funny. But just just the way that it wrapped up too, where like like even the thing where Leela goes, he's like uh, they kill Zoidberg inadvertently by ripping off his head. Kind of <laughs> then, nice. then the Globetrotters play with it, but then. The professor and and the stuff they did with the professor in all of these was so subtle. Like just the change they made to him in the Scooby Doo episode, like he looked different, but it was it was still clearly him. But like they just molded his moldy face some different. Like it was more filled out or something. Like stretched his head a little bit or something. Yeah. But like, he's like, oh, and we caught this dragon ghost in this cage, and when Leela goes over and just like wipes the mask off his face, where it's just like, <laughs> like, like, she wipes it off and then there's still the mask around it, but it's just there, and, and then gives the long explanation. He's like, but that's not why I did it. I did it because I'm mentally ill. <laughs> which <laughs> Explains all of those Scooby-Doo episodes. Like it was just, it was so beautiful and wrapped up so nicely. I just I like I could I could watch that show. I'm not going to say for 128 episodes, but I could probably watch it for 10 and enjoy it. Like if they could reboot Futurama as Bendy Boo and the Mystery Crew, and just throw in fucked up like yes, I'd be so happy. I'd watch it all the time. Uh, oh, it's just it was. I'd probably like that better than Disenchantment, honestly. Just just saying.
1: <laughs> I like Disenchantment. I Disenchantment's
3: fine, but. uh, On that note, did any of you watch that new Eric Andre special? I haven't. No. It's because because he's he's the the demon in disenchantment. Yeah, but like, but God, it's just he's crazy. I heard it was good. It's it's just it's very it's very Eric Andre. (laughs) I'll definitely check it out. Which I guess is you know, that goes both ways for people. Um. Do you remember people protesting shit like cartoons? Did that happen in you guys' lifetime? Because it certainly did in mine.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, it, 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 I think it's always happened, but it was more like, uh I'm trying to think of what it would have, I mean, The Simpsons. South oh, I yeah. Guess. South Simpsons, South Park. All, South Park, Family Guy, all that.
3: Gay Teletubbies, you know, yeah. indoctrinating children. Um, <laughs> Pokemon. Oh, yeah, okay our, our children are fat and dumb and we blame cartoons <laughs> 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 which I, going going way 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 the hell back like when i was in college the first time and studying psychology i ended up doing some like research on um on whether or not like like television or video games made kids more violent and the thing was it didn't have to do with like whether the shows or the games were more violent it had to do with like the overstimulation like the thing that made kids wild out was just like you know like stuff just like pounding them in the brain through the eyes like nonstop and like the more activity and the more screen time they spent the more like like enervated they would be she totally explains what's going on with my kid like cuz she's just glued to the TikTok all day well i put a 2 hour limit on it but she burns through that like, <laughs> wow the, the chinese can only steal her information for two hours a day for two hours
1: what happened to I, that yeah. sack full of books i gave her last year
3: <laughs> i mean she's she still has them. she's working her way through the summer reading list right now uh-huh. she's going into she's going into sixth grade and it's like oh we gotta we gotta buckle down on this shit you can um, read while you do tiktok dances probably Probably, I mean,
1: make a TikTok of yourself reading a book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that you actually, she's a, like, an entire book over a series of a whole bunch of TikTok videos TikTok.
3: <laughs> Well, it's so like she's always she's like, I want to do, each. I want to take your microphones and do ASMR and like number one, I don't think she knows what ASMR is really like what it means. She's just like I want to do an ASMR video, like. That I should actually be like, why don't you do an ASMR video? You just reading really calmly and quietly. So as you're reading your books, you're just yeah. like, So then, but like, there's there's another one where there's there's uh, Kyle Kanane's doing a YouTube series called Public Domain with Kyle Kanane where he just like yeah. reads chapters it, of. He's
1: still reading like, Dracula, right?
3: Yeah, he puts on the cape and like.
1: He's been doing that, and also Will Wheaton has been doing the same thing because he actually is um, an audiobook narrator. He's done on all of John Scalzi's books, and he did Ready Player One and um, Armada by Ernest Cline. And he's like a really great, like, I, I love listening to Will Wheaton read books, to be honest with you, but he's been doing um, a lot of short stories and like sci-fi, like Isaac Asimov, you know. Oh,
3: cool. Wesley. Like,
1: yes. And right now he's doing um, uh, The Invisible Man. And he's been releasing like one or two chapters, so they're only between like ten and twenty minutes long. Hmm. And he's releasing them on um, SoundCloud and um, Apple Podcasts and stuff, and it's really good. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been liking that trend.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just just something to cleanse the fucking palate. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did like the uh, as the protest was going on, Nixon bent to it like immediately. And then has Agnew call Hollywood to complain, just like, rah, rah, and like, even even that I love it so much because it's just it's like, just just that whole thing at the beginning where the guy because he's like we found the TV remote he's like good I'm gonna give you a purple heart I didn't get injured
2: <laughs> he, he <just laughs> that's enough it.
3: governing, <laughs> um, I so what was what was all of your experience growing up with the strawberry shortcake thing because i I was at Strawberry shortcake Ground Zero right in the uh, you know when they invented that and put it out there for consumption, like that was I was right in the middle of that demographic. So all the girls on my street had the dolls, and then I wound up with the purple pie man because you had to have gender specific toys. <laughs> Um, and then like, and then, like my daughter, there was like the the second or third reboot that was done like anime, and there were all those toys and shit. But like, was that around it all for you guys, like that specific show? Strawberry shortcake, yeah,,
1: uh, yeah, very ma- marginally i I've I, I barely overlapped strawberry shortcake.
3: I know about but, it, um, but
2: I don't know shit about it.
3: I know that shit's yeah. delicious, but I've never. I think- Never watched for it on TV. And,
1: yeah. I think for me and for Devin, you'd be looking at more like Sailor Moon or maybe Power Rangers. Like the
3: yeah.
1: all the girls had like the Pink Ranger and the Yellow Ranger shit. And then the boys had like red and blue and green, black and white. And brown. the
3: guy who murdered his roommate with a sword. <laughs> that one.
1: That, I think that, it was after. That came the... way,
3: way later. Way yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was after Meth came out. Um, <laughs> did So... I, I mean, but along those lines, that makes me think like how how fucking good would it have been for them to do an anthology episode like this and do Power Rangers with live action actors? Like throw that in there instead of the cartoon. That would that, be I, wild. That would have, like, better than that fan film that we tore apart, because that was just disturbing on a number of levels. But, like, <laughs> you know, if, even if they did the Power Rangers, it could have all just been in costume. So it could have been other actors or gymnasts or whatever. And then just, like, stick on, like, masks that have, like, a big eye for Leela and, like, a red crest for Fry, right. and, and all with, like, the no face. Like, it that that would have been amazing.
2: Like, they do with, like, Spongebob when they go to the real world and stuff, just, like, get all these, like, super cartoony-looking, like, yeah. props to, like, act as the characters, you know?
3: Well, I, I brought this up on the show before. Um, This guy, Wayne White, who is an artist who had... He was the designer, or one of the designers, and the head puppeteer on Pee-Wee's Playhouse. Oh. And so... And I think the reason I brought it up is there was that um, there was a jumbotron screen clip like a few episodes ago. I think it was in this season where it was like live action puppet stuff, and it looked just like his stuff. But like, so getting I I there's a documentary about him on Prime called Beauty Is Embarrassing. It's fantastic. He's a fascinating guy, and the art that he does is really cool. Like his current stuff that he's making for the most part is he gets like thrift store landscape paintings and then he paints like 3D words as part of the landscape over them but it'll be like just crazy shit like and it's it's they're gorgeous paintings and they're super funny and smart and wonderful like I I I love them and that's the sort of thing where like I want to see like live action stuff like that where it's just like he did, he did the Peter Gabriel big time video. So all of that stuff where it looks like rickety, uh, like weird mm-hmm. shit, like that's totally down his thing. So like seeing even like, if there's an episode of Futurama like that or anything, I'd probably watch it at this point yeah. just because it's like, I mean, South Park almost leans into that aesthetic where it almost looks like the cut paper kind of things moving, but they've gotten so far away from that over the years. Um, but this this whole segment with the cereal and the cereal commercials and tying it in because every fucking show back then every show on Saturday morning had a tie-in cereal and they probably still do but like that was when Mr. T had a cereal that was just Captain Crunch in a t-shape sometimes there were tea berries in it um you know there's like it like every single fucking show so I I don't even think there was a strawberry shortcake cereal so I think it's funny that they picked this one but then tying it in with all this other stuff was just was there, was there a
0: Smurfs serial? I believe so. Probably. What? Yeah, really, I was. Uh, Sorry, what? Yeah. What really brought me back in this, uh, ver- or the you know part of the show was Bort. the. We'll be right back, and then Bort. we're back type thing. I just remember <laughs> watching Saturday Night Cartoons, and that being on there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Little cutscenes.
3: And the the whole, I mean and basically like all of the stuff with the professor up in the castle like I have to get those purple berries is basically Gargamel from the Smurfs too. It was like all the same yeah. shit. Yeah. And then, but like even those little like that will be right back where the bee is stinging the guy in the back.
1: <laughs> that was my favorite
3: one. <laughs> and then then the Zoidbird dragon just bort, bort. Sure. And I, I can't even remember if that tied into something that was on Strawberry Shortcake or something like that, where it was like, "What? What is? What is he aping?" But just that—that that, like just having Zoidberg say one stupid word over and over—I get behind that for ten episodes too. <laughs> it My son bigger. is also named Bort. <laughs> 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 I I was just watching an episode of Angie Tribeca before this, and they totally ripped off that gag where. Uh, the cape fear episode where bart's like freaked out in the bedroom and homer comes in wearing the hockey mask like hey bart check out my new chainsaw like the mm-hmm. the <laughs> one guy was like the there's a guy in the car that was like getting chased and going to get murdered and he shows me like comes running out of the store look they got a great deal on knives <laughs> <laughs> and they did like two or three iterations of it they're, like oh this is comfort food i love this <laughs> um <laughs> the, the, there was the line from Bender, whatever his name was. It's funny how we never get tired of saying the word purple. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> it's just, it's it just like it. it and having it, like having had such a string of weird episodes, like just having this thing was like now it's just fucking nonsense. But we're it's really just gonna do nonsense. It.
2: But then like just total hilarious Futurama jokes got in there too like as soon as farai shows up as uh, the lord of loquat
3: yeah mm-hmm. and Bender's like you're different and i hate you <laughs> Right. <laughs> just, even like the weird scruffy carriage driver well, uh, and, uh, yeah. announcing lord loquat
0: <laughs> there goes the purple hood <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. i mean
1: uh, i i did like all of the the fake cereal commercials during this one so uh one of my favorite parts because i mean we've all seen cereal commercials where they have like the bowl of cereal and the orange juice and the milk and like a pancake and a side of bacon and waffles and like I, i just liked how they made fun of that with the um you know
3: it's uh, a nutritious uh, horse part horse of your one. breakfast, including Along eggs with
1: juice, toast, ham, eggs, bacon, milk, cheese, liver, waffles, and a big horse vitamin. <laughs> 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 no,
3: like, did you notice this? There's the first one with the, the two boys, and then the third boy who didn't have any cereal,
1: mm-hmm. and then
3: was the third, then thing. they switched over to the one with the mom and her daughter. And the daughter kept getting like puffier and puffier yeah. every time they cut back. Like, like she, like, and I thought that was happening, but I couldn't be sure. And then on the second watch, I saw like, okay, but like her face definitely filled out as they came back. Mm-hmm. But, but the she's like, what, what is it? Uh, as an active mom, I care about these things. I'll read the box while you start eating. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Which is more often than not how it happens. You're just like, I, uh, just fucking do it. And hopefully you don't, poison yourself or get cancer like i can't all new sugar frosted
1: sugar blasted purple berry puffs you can really right. see the sugar <laughs> i don't know which i like more original or type two <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and then this high fructose corn syrup and yes. they come they come back to their like you know wrap up episode Or it's like that professor that whatever will never learn but we did it's like, bye. And then the, what is it? The purple berry or like the pink berry, whatever, the pink dot came in. The purple thing that looks like Slider from the mm-hmm. Indians started honking uh, on uh, the uh, uniform. But, the um, yes, that that was it. Berry. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Um, but when they wrap that up, well, they did the bye, bye, bye with B-U-Y, 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 and then bye-bye with just, like, saying goodbye, Mm -hmm. but the the interstitial thing that they threw up then was, we'll be, we'll be back with more commercials after these important messages, (laughs) (laughs) which, which, again, nailed it, because it's, like, I, I really want to dig into this, and I'm pretty sure there's been some documentaries, like, I never watched that Toys That Made Us shit or anything, but, like, So many of those shows were just like, oh, here's these weird dolls we bought the rights to in Japan. Let's pay some Koreans fifty cents to animate it and send this out. So many
1: of those shows, so many,
3: and like it. It's just it's it goes so deep, and then people got fixated on them. But whatever, like I remember getting toys where it's just like, oh, here's some weird Japanese robot, and you had to make up your own stories about them. What the fuck is that all about? That's crazy! Oh yeah. How do you know? How do you know who's good and who's bad if you don't have like a whole character sheet to look at and want to buy everything about? Obviously, the
0: best looking guy is the good guy.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, uh, Magnetron looked pretty cool too. I mean, how can you tell if they're robots? Because one's pointy and one's round. I guess. I think it's called the Turing test. If they can answer a chat bot, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you need need a little Harrison Ford toy to figure it out. If there's one thing that you know, recent events have taught us, you can't trust science for anything. What is not what does scientists know? Duh, um, we can't trust experts. That, that, so like when they came back, that second protest at the White House, again, fantastic. And lots of like cameos, HG Blob, Randy. Mm -hmm.
2: No, it's because
3: they're violent. And then he's throwing Molotov cocktails. (laughs) (laughs) It It was so lovely. Just, just everything. But like the GI Zap episode, this is the part that like,
1: I laughed so hard at at some of these I, mix and cuttings. Oh my God. <laughs>
3: out, out loud, over and over, like both of the times I watched it. Cause like I just snuck this in during my lunch break yesterday to take my notes and be done. And then I was talking to my girlfriend about it. I'm like, oh my God, this is like the best episode I've ever seen. And she can just watch it for enjoyment. So she's like, well, why didn't you watch it with me? I'm like, I'll actually watch this one again with you. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm into it. So We're going through and both of us like almost tearing up from all of those Nixon edits. And and just like the way that they fucking nailed because I watched a lot of G.I. Joe. I used to have a lot of G.I. Joe figures when I was growing up. Like that Mm. was that was my shit. I gave up on G.I. Joe older than I should have. But when they announced a character called The Annihilator that I saw at KB Toys on the rack, I was like, well. That's kind of like if he annihilates everybody, then like what's the point? <laughs> and that's what that's what broke it for me. But like up until that point, like I wanted the eight foot airship air crew aircraft carrier thing and like all of that shit. Like it was that was that was that was my childhood was G.I. Joe. Uh, they 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 totally parodied that show well,
2: like with the my favorite was how they parodied Cobra.
3: Like, acronym. Mm-hmm. Yeah Acronym. acronym.
1: <laughs>
2: Criminal regiment of nasty young men.
3: Yeah, which is oh, that's clever. I'll leave that. <laughs> I'll leave that. <laughs> basically, I mean, it's better than Proud Boys. Uh, yeah, you know? <laughs> but, but the 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 song where they 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 fight for the heck of it because they like it, <laughs> <laughs> and just the way that they 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 adjusted the animation to make you know like like zap. Was much more like guffed up and had a stronger jaw. Like they they made they them less played, cartoony. Yeah. yeah, the professor dressed up like the um, I forget the guy's name. He was the uh, the interrogator, Doctor Mindbender or some shit, with just the suspenders and the cape mm-hmm. and the, the Danzig belt. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with Zoidberg is like the Destro guy. <laughs> with the, with the, <laughs> like all of it was so good, but like. Just, just the Nixon comments. No one, no one can complain about this, this patriotic dreck. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the signs from the protesters. There was one that said, "Bring back seal hunting." <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is so good. Um, but uh, God, just, just everything,
0: everything uh, that Nixon uh, cut God, in. My favorite. It said, was "Bring back Nixon seal, seal hunt." Seal hunt. Which was a was television it... series. What? Mm-hmm. That was a show. Apparently not violent enough. It ran for 155 episodes. Starring when? Lloyd, Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> wow. 1958 to 1961. Was that like a flipper spin off or something? Uh, I will read you a part of the synopsis. Please. Please. Mike Nelson played by Lloyd Bridges, is a freelance scuba diver, a former Navy frogman who left the service for about four years before the series begins. He is well-known expert on diving who is often caught on for difficult or dangerous or called upon for difficult or dangerous projects. He travels on his boat, the Argonaut and outmaneuvers villains, salvages everything from a bicycle to a nuclear missile (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> rescues children trapped in a flooded cave, and other such adventures.
3: What are the other such adventures? Those are pretty. Those are pretty disparate. I
0: don't know. It ran for 155 episodes, so I smell like a new podcast. Is that-
1: oh, it was. It's Sea Hunt. Sea Hunt. I thought it, it's not Sea Hunt. It's Sea Hunt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. oh, I was oh, trying yeah. to find oh, it.
0: Oh. I, I'm sorry. Sea Hunt. Yeah. yeah. C-Hunt.
1: <laughs> okay, I get it. I, I
0: mean it. he was a former <laughs> Navy SEAL, right? Or
3: I I like <laughs> I like SEAL hunt better. <laughs> Me too.
2: And it's a good knuckle tattoo. A,
3: oh my yeah, right. That would be perfect. There's four of each. <laughs> that, uh, a friend of mine is he just started a new band called the Heavy like Seas, like S E A S. Mm-hmm. And I've been on his ass the whole time just be like, no, it needs to be the heavy C apostrophe S. It's way better. Like, You know, you can take that in a lot of different directions. So it would be good. Um, I, maybe that's where we should go when we wrap this up in a few episodes is do a watch along with Sea Hunt. Do you think <laughs> it's streaming anywhere? Why? Why you're looking it up? Does Sea Hunt streaming like is? Oh, it a...
1: they're on YouTube.
3: Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was already looking at a page where can I watch Sea Hunt? <laughs>
3: <laughs> on the case. <laughs> um, just so, like every single thing that happened in this vignette was brilliant. Like the thing where they start jumping out. Um, like Fry being freezer burn from from being frozen and having an ice ray and a fire ray. But when they start calling out the names and Nixon is like overdubbing, he's like, I'm what, Nutcracker? He's like, oh, that's not good for a woman. How about we just call her Pat? (laughs) (laughs) What? What was what was Amy's? Because Bender was orphan crippler. He's like, I got nothing. For you. <laughs> I got uh, nothing. Amy powder puff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And then as they're as they're parachuting down, like Fry has both of his legs up over his head and he's got both guns between his legs. But that that's the point where it just gets like fucking fantastic. Where like, uh-huh. he he gets hit. He's like, oh no, I'm hit. Oh, he's sleeping. <laughs> Or Leela has the big nutcracker and puts it around the guy's neck. He's like, I'm fitting you for a new hat. (laughs) Incoming
1: service to air, but telegram.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to blast them all to church. Oh, yeah, that one's my favorite one. Tell my wife
1: I'll be home for dinner.
3: (laughs) Right, right. After, after Zap takes—is your parachute packed and loaded? Yes. Good, because I forgot mine. It's (laughs) like Mayday, Mayday! I just landed safely next to this giant naturally occurring fireball. Naturally occurring fireball. (laughs) At Disneyland. I Tinkerbell. (laughs) (laughs) His arm comes flying out. Yeah. Who who throws who throws the axe and it hits the guy in the chest? He goes, "Yeah, I caught it." (laughs) <laughs> like, like every every he's like oh look we're we're driving by saving these children in our magical bullet sucking tanks that we have <laughs> like, yeah that's what they're called it was it was just every fucking second of it was so goddamn good like yeah. i like i just i loved it so so much and it's and it, a- it, Nixon is just like one of the best characters
2: to just like I think Loki. He's one of the like most unheralded uh, Futurama characters. Like everything he's in and like every line he delivers, I think is like super funny.
3: And and still an ostensibly terrible person. I'd prefer to have him as the leader of our country now, even though he's dead. Compared to where we're at now, like it, it's just like he's a, he was a nefarious fucking dude. Oh yeah, like, but just, and I've been I through a variety of sources like podcasts and shit. I've just heard some other stuff about him where like apparently he was a huge drunk, and would just like he would get shit faced every night, and at like four in the morning, call the Joint Chiefs of Staff and be like, "We need to we need to bomb the commies," and they'd be <laughs> like, "We'll get right on it," and then he'd pass out and forget about it all in the morning. And one <laughs> time in in the sixties. Like, there was a big-ass protest, like, hundreds of thousands of hippies, like, hanging out in front of the Lincoln Monument or something. Middle of the night, he's wasted, and has the driver take him out there, just starts going around to rap with hippies. He's like, why, why, why are you out here? You know, like, like deeply, just just the fact that he had at least some kind of weird empathy, even when he was drunk, like, I can get behind that. So having him be, like, like, the way that this all wraps up, we all know Nixon was looking for some weed on the low for sure, <laughs> well, you know he was getting, he might have been swapping pills with Elvis, <laughs> oh yeah, but they come from a doctor. they're not drugs, everybody knows that um the the way that it wraps up, where he's just like, oh i uh, what, okay, cut to the p s a cut to the p s a and they go into the um the thing that was like the knowing is half the battle from the old g i Joe cartoons, like that whole thing with Dwight and Hubert, A, beating the shit out of each other, always behind that, oh, anytime. Yeah. But, <laughs> but for Nixon and Agnew, were they in a, a motorcycle with a sidecar or was it just a convertible? I can't remember.
0: Uh,
3: like, uh, like whatever vehicle they pulled up in, know. it was like open air, it was just like, hey, stop fighting, violence is never the answer. Well, how do we get to decide who has the ball? And Agnew just like tearing it in half. Like <laughs> there, how do you like your stupid ball now?
2: <laughs> I like that they brought uh, Dwight and Kubert into it because it made me think of like one of my favorite Futurama lines uh, when uh, Bender's uh, becomes an actor. I think it's when he becomes the actor and he's like, "Have you ever tried sitting? This is what like he could say to all the protesters. Like, have you ever tried turning off the TV, sitting down with your children, and hitting them?" <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like one of my favorite lines ever on that show. I'm I'm almost surprised. I thought that during the Scooby Doo episode, while they were in the professor's cloning lab, that they would have brought Kubert into that. Like, I thought that might have been a twist, but just having a mentally ill George Takei was okay by me. Too. That was enough. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's beautiful. Has has he been on it before? Yes. Yeah. I, I like that's the part where I'm just fuzzy on all that shit like I, the
0: star I can... wars episode is one of them
1: yeah i feel like he's been on multiple just like al gore was on a couple and...
0: mm-hmm. yeah like random little lines
2: here or there yeah. but they had like that big episode where they got stuck on that planet oh and, yeah uh, tried to, their ship almost got stolen by the star trek cast
3: hmm mm-hmm. that's right
1: he I is mean... in where no fan has gone before bender's game proposition infinity zap dingbat and saturday morning fun bit so he is in five different
3: episodes of futurama and this was the last one yes god damn it so we've got seven more to go with no wow. george Decay.
2: oh man you might as well stop now
3: no we're we're gonna we're gonna run this into the fucking ground <laughs> it's crazy you guys made it this far it, I mean it's just cuz we're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> cuz you're
2: fun people and you're dedicated and it's a great show. And, I mean you know.
3: I, I I I was it was so incredibly refreshing to put the episode on and immediately be like, "Oh my god, I love this." I love this from like minute 2 and was and was with it the whole time. Is that a live cat or a stuffed cat, Tom?
0: It is a live cat that just crawled up on me. See? And you're just
3: you're flipping it around like Agnew with Nixon's head.
1: Mine is next to me instead of behind me like she usually is she's always here though but i do want to say that the even like the very last line of this episode is perfect which is stay tuned for six hours of golf because oh. i vividly vividly oh. remember being oh, at Lord. my grandparents house watching cartoons in the morning and then having to sit for the rest of the day with my grandpa on the couch while he fucking napped and watched golf oh, did he did he watch the when golf I visited my grandparents yes or i mean or he was asleep but oh. Because like
3: I I totally had that same experience, and if it wasn't golf, it would be like Wide World of Sports was like here's the, the National yeah. Kentucky Whittling Championship for the next four hours, or bowling. Or went to like infomercials too a lot oh, of times. Yeah, like, it was always just the worst TV. Always. <laughs> I mean, like so with with me, a lot of it was my my stepmother's parents. Um, <clears throat> So we'd usually be with my dad on weekends. My stepmother's parents lived uh, about a half hour away and we'd go hang out with them. But they were from the old country or a couple of different old countries, I guess, but whatever. But, you know, and, and, and really, I, I mean, to look at it in hindsight, had the most amazing mid-century modern bungalow with like, I mean, like it's long gone and probably developed over. But like we'd go in and it'd be like the parents sitting around drinking wine or whatever, and then we're left. You can go in the back bedroom and watch the, the eight-inch black and white television. And and if we were lucky, if we were lucky, there might be like an episode of Superhost or Star Trek or something. And I don't even like Star Trek, which is like this is something that is not like old white men in weird pants hitting things with sticks.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and and it was like, like when we finally got the Nintendo hooked up to that TV, like the good old fashioned NES, that was a game changer because you could actually go and like really entertain yourself for hours. Whereas before, it was just like I'm in purgatory in this <laughs> this house. It's not unpleasant, but it's certainly not modern. <laughs> that that sort of stuff was really like, I don't know. I, I was trying to explain relativity to my friend's daughter a couple weeks ago, and she was not into it. But when you look at it in that prism of being like, and this is this is my understanding of relativity based on the way Henry Rollins explained it. So bear with me. <laughs> okay. It's when you're ten years old, an hour, or any other unit of time is a much larger. Portion of the time you've been alive, so your perception oh, yeah. of yeah, that yeah. time is is bigger. So when you're someone who's old as fuck like me, and it's like yeah, well, ten minutes is. I mean, I could spend ten minutes just working on half of a single bowel movement. Now that's nothing. <laughs> but like when, but when you're a kid, it's like ten minutes is literally just an eternity. And okay. so, I was like, you know, they were they were bitching about something, and just like, no, let me explain to you why this. Is, and then, then she just kept dipping her head under the water in the pool like you, i'm trying to educate you you want to be That's, willfully ignorant 10 minutes when you're a kid like
2: if you're like in trouble got sent to the corner or something like 10 minutes is enough for you to lock your
3: knees and pass out yeah so like i i know you've watched it because i think it was you watching it that made me check it out michelle but that show don't oh yeah
1: yeah yeah which I is love that show
3: which is so much oh, fun
1: but like it's amazing adam, is it adam
0: scott how's that
1: Yes, and um, Ryan Reynolds kind of, like, voiceover jokes the whole thing. He's the announcer. Yeah, it's like he makes fun of the games that they play and um, the contestants, and they're even, like, they're even, like, our fake little commercials for fake products in between segments, like, that have to do with the games. The the first episode, the whole time I watched it, I was like, is this scripted, or is this an actual game show? Because I can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) But it is an actual game show. It's just there's also a scripted element to it, with Ryan Reynolds doing the voiceovers that brings it, it gets it that, like, hilarious, weird vibe. I love it.
3: Yeah, and it's violent like just seeing people get run over by giant tires and shit like it brings out kind mm-hmm. of the best of like double dare yeah um, it's
1: it's like adult double dare but there's also one where um they basically they what was that as
2: what otherwise known as ADD
1: yeah or,
3: or fear factor, but less it's, gross.
1: Yeah, there's a, a game that they play where they put the person on a treadmill in front of a heat
3: like under <laughs>
1: heat lamps with a, like a propane heater blasting at them and they feed them peppers that get increasingly hotter. And for each pepper that the contestant eats, they get like a grand, four grand, six grand, twelve like and it just keeps going up.
3: If if they and, eat all five, they get twenty thousand dollars. So it's yeah. a team of four people. <laughs> I think I think the basis of it is you could like if you win all the games, you can win like a hundred thousand dollars for your team. And then there's like some side challenges and shit where you can make some more. But like that one even it's like you just have to deal with it for like a, a thing. But there was a I think on the same episode or the second episode, there's one where like they have two people in harnesses and mm-hmm. they lift them up over the stage thirty feet and they have to hold each other's arms like like trapeze for a artists. full minute.
1: <laughs> for a minute. Yeah.
3: So <laughs> so it. number one they're in the air uh, like high fucking high in the air just held up by wires like Peter Pan. And if if they if they let go or drop like they're not going to fall and get smashed.
0: Right. But for
3: for every 15 seconds they were getting like 10,000 or you know $2500 or something. Is that they're just banging big. up. <laughs> it's it's so good but the, how do I watch the- this? I've never It's on Hulu. It. It's an
1: ABC show but it's it's on Hulu it's on like Hulu. next day.
3: Uh, okay. I uh
2: I still do not have Hulu. Like I haven't had it in a while. I, I mean you, you can I tie it in it.
3: with your Disney Plus if you're watching the Star Wars. I do have Disney Plus so I could just activate it that way. It's I mean it's like It's like it, a- it's like $8 for Disney Plus and $10 for Disney Plus Hulu and ESPN. Oh, it's only which- Okay. It's something like that. I mean, there's like, it's like a bundle where it's, of course, you're paying for ESPN that I know I'd never watch. Mm-hmm. I watched the- uh, The
2: Ocho? The, the Michael Jordan uh, thing on there. That was pretty cool. Is yeah, it just like a,
3: good. is it a series of underwear commercials or what's the what's the deal? Is it is it his mustache choices? <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a side-by-side
2: picture slideshow of him and Hitler's mustaches next to each other. Uh, no it was like a documentary of his last season with the Bulls but there was also like a really funny uh, Larry Bird thing in that where like Michael Jordan beat Larry it was like when Larry Bird was on his way out of like his greatness and getting ready to retire Michael Jordan beat him in the playoffs and uh, Larry Bird went to congratulate uh, Michael Jordan wait no this was no, this was uh, when he coached the Pacers Larry Bird came to congratulate Michael Jordan for beating them. And uh, Michael Jordan basically just said, he like went to go like lean in his ear. Like he was about to graciously like say something nice back to him. And he just goes, fuck you, asshole. I beat you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's gracious.
3: Uh, He
2: was, he was clearly like messing with him, but like to be able to like say that to Larry
3: Bird, like right Mm -hmm. to his so funny to me like nice mustache (laughs) (laughs) yeah which which interesting choice the Larry Bird in this episode no mustache I think I mean I remember not that I'm a big basketball fan or have great memories of it anyway but like I remember him having that 80s mustache that everybody had playing days he definitely did (laughs) my cousin was a basketball player and he had that I think he still might I like I don't I don't like I you know Tom's got his deal going on with the mustache and the beard and you got the same thing kind of growing through, but it's not like, you're just like, no, here's my, here's my carpet sweeper. uh, (laughs) Ned Flanders fluff. Yeah. I, I don't, is that, has, has that passed as an ironic thing or is it still like, I just, my father had a mustache forever and that's probably part of my aversion to it is just like, I am not he, so I will not, but like, I just aesthetically, it just seems so like. Well, the mustache makes the man. So That's... I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be I don't want to be judged on the the value of my upper hair uh, lip thing. <laughs> Your upper hair. Upper lip hair, not my upper <laughs> hair lip. That that would be something else entirely. Yes.
2: Like... Yes.
3: Very different oh i i'm like i feel bad because i love this episode so much that i we just rushed the fuck through it (laughs) it was that's what how i feel about all the anthology episodes though
2: is like because there's not this overarching story you can't delve as deeply into them as you can some of the other episodes like it's or just skip it entirely yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) like like
3: this sucked (laughs)
2: fuck that let's talk about cheeseburgers but yeah, it's just the, all you have to talk about is the jokes, not so much the story or character development, so. Yeah,
3: I, I don't know, I, I'm, you know, it, as, we didn't start this episode talking about how glad we are that the series is coming to an end, but this almost makes me want to miss it. Like Like, if there's a few more like this, like, I might have to revisit this just randomly it's it's definitely one of the better ones because i mean like we all
2: love the saturday morning cartoons so like that, i was really excited to like when i found out which one uh, we were going to be watching and to talk about it just because saturday morning cartoons were great and like so remember
3: but they, they were awful but it was a fun part of being a child
2: oh yeah like it, you look forward to it like you wake up from friday night like doing whatever playing video games and you're all you have to do is eat sugary cereal and lounge Ugh. around in your pajamas and sit two feet in front of the TV
3: and watch like Yu-Gi-Oh and shit. Is that so I it almost makes me wonder now, like, you know, if we if we extrapolate this based on my daughter's age and what she's watching, like when she's this age, are are whatever media they're consuming then, is that gonna be like just, just parodies of yelling Australians from YouTube. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if you're, you're familiar with this or if any of you are. And I, I love the fact that Michelle's computer froze up again on the best fucking face. i you taking base. a picture of this Tom? Cause this yeah, ought, ought to know,
0: be this. Hurry. <laughs> before uh, it goes.
3: So she, she looks like duo, the owl and Duolingo. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> So, like, ninety percent of the videos she watches
2: are she is the host now
3: oh, no, Michelle's back, but we caught that wonderful face you made. It was perfect, so, um,
1: I just got new internet. I changed from AT&T to Cox. Yeah. And I have just discovered that because my computer is directly over the microwave in the kitchen, that every time my roommate puts her food in the microwave, my internet just connects. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened twice in a row, because she was microwaving something.
3: That's not, that seemed like the time frame for a Stouffer's mac and cheese. Is that what she was cooking? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Four minutes, then two minutes. Um, <laughs> So like, like 90% of the videos that my daughter watches and it's not just her, it's like her and her friends. It's a thing because these people are influencers who make their living off of this. It's like families with lots of children in Australia who they, they all yell. They just spend the entire video like, ah! it's, it's like nonstop 120 decibel, like insanity. Um, I can only think that like, you know, 15, 20 years from now. And they're trying to, do you remember when we were 10? Or is that even then going to be like a completely fractured experience because everyone is so drilled down into like their own, you know, back then we all had the same. And, and again, for me, more so than for you guys, but for you guys, more so than people now where it was like, I had three channels. You guys probably had five. Now there's, infinitely numbered like on-demand entertainments
2: well i think the mm-hmm. i think the media giants like still rule and there are still cartoons that kids are growing up with that have transcended into like social media and stuff like really well like the spongebob memes are super huge like that's yeah. and then like you have like regular show and adventure time uh yeah all that stuff like i think i mean they're they're the cartoons are definitely different. Like, the subject matter is way different. And, like, it's weird to think about, like, like the shows that we watched, like, uh, Michelle and I watching as a kid, like, going back and seeing how old they look now, like, they perspective-wise look like what Scooby-Doo and G.I. Joe looked like when we were kids. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know? So it's, I don't know. I think it's always going to be there. Like, there's always going to be, like, the zeitgeist of popular cartoons, but it's just, I mean.
3: I, I had my first brush with her version of nostalgia recently. It, it was not good. There's, there's apparently, and again, on TikTok, some kind of rap remix of the Caillou theme song.
1: Oh, that... Cartoon with the bald
3: kid—that's awful. It's like he's like the cancer—he's <laughs> yeah. like the cancerous Charlie Brown, who's Canadian yeah. and whines incessantly. So like somebody's made like a dance remix of that song, and I was like, I was just sitting on my porch, and she had a friend over in the backyard, and they're shooting videos of each other on their skateboards on their phones, and I hear this shit. I'm like, Phoebe, what, what the hell is that? And she's like, Oh, it's a song. It's Caillou's. Club. I'm like, I never want to hear it again. And if I do, <laughs> I'm taking away your phone. Like I, I like, like that's the one show that I would just after like when she was little, little I'd be like, okay, you can fucking watch this. And then after point was like, she's like, I don't watch this. I'm like, you can watch literally millions of other things. This is the most annoying shit because it's it's each episode is 20 minutes of this little like just entitled Charlie Brown me like,
1: <laughs> you know, it's
3: like. It's like the dumb and dumber thing. It's like, you wanna hear the most annoying sound in the world? That's the fucking cartoon. and that's um, Oh, it's
2: just bad. And that's when you go,
3: hey kid, here's some Run and Stimpy, have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, I mean, I, I actually, um, a, a couple nights ago, we started watching Pee Wee's Big Holiday again, and she was really Ooh, into nice. it. So I think she's kind of come around on that. I'm, I'm on the fence right now, because they're showing Billy Madison at the drive-in this weekend. And uh, and my ex-wife go, took her to the drive-in yeah. last weekend and she was a real stinker about going and then liked it. But like she's like, Dad, they're playing Billy Madison. Because I've shown her the Billy Madison, like we watched it and she I, I, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, she's seen both, mm-hmm. trying to educate her <laughs> right. Like, can we go see Billy Madison and bring my friend? And I'm kind of like, I maybe, maybe we can, because you know what? Uh, I'll I'll be there just shouting out lines. what day is it october (laughs) fantastic oh
1: tomorrow yeah tomorrow is the last night for billy madison and happy gilmore
3: it is yeah Yeah, because then then
1: it's uh gremlins and beetlejuice poltergeist and the shining and the hangover and bridesmaids uh the week after that i
3: think poltergeist
2: and the shining on sunday
3: it's ending i want to go to that it's ending on thursday night when did it start because it's they they Mm -hmm. went to the thing on saturday i think
2: I think like monday through thursday
3: oh my god
1: yeah yeah 13 through 16 I, i'm checking my texts that i get every couple of days from the adorama <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, i gotta get that set up yeah. yeah can you can you please forward that to me because i might have to jiggle some stuff around tomorrow
1: yeah i'll screenshot it <laughs>
3: thank you uh-huh. uh anyway you know we we digress who knew uh aside <laughs> aside from Frontline, um, you know, essential work, and and this new bike of yours. What have you been up to, Devin? Is there, uh, is there anything pluggable that you've been involved in lately? Uh, nothing pluggable.
2: Um, I've really been, like, this year has been, like, totally, like, self-care, self-work year for Devin. Like, I've just been working. I decided to, like, stop drinking for the first six months of the year. So I did that and just like kind of like reeled everything in and uh, got into like a bunch of stuff that I haven't been into for a really long time, like about a Switch that I've been real like Michelle knows, I've been really into Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, I think I'm,
1: I'm almost at like 400 hours of playtime on Animal Crossing.
3: Oof. You yep. just got it like a month and a half ago.
1: I got it uh, April 20-something, 20, 28th or 22nd around there. That game.
2: The thing about that game is it changes every single month. So everyone who has it has to play it for like a whole year before they can like start to think about like not playing it because we're all hooked. Because (laughs) we don't want to be in the real world. We want to be on our happy little island where we catch bugs and we eat coconuts right off the
3: tree. Oh yeah. Uh, Are Are there? Devin's
1: island was the first island I visited.
3: Oh, have, yeah. Are there pineapples? <laughs> they have pineapples uh,
1: on the trees, I don't trees, think too? they've got pineapples. Not yet. Uh, yeah, there so might be some. An it's
3: an oversight. Mm-hmm. I just, this, this is my video and game investment, was an NES classic console. So it has 30 of the classic games, and we just play Dr. Mario a lot. Solid. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, that's that's it. It's like head-to-head, me and my girlfriend. I, I ventured into, like getting into Metroid a little bit, or Super Mario, and like, my my reaction time anymore, especially Shit. when I'm playing video games, not good. They they help sharpen it. I, I mean, not when you've already numbed it up pretty good, trying uh, to deal, okay. trying to deal with sure. life in general, you know? Yeah. yeah. There, yeah. There, there, there might be a lot of chemical alteration happening just to be like, oh, everything's on fire, but I can breathe through the smoke, okay? <laughs> that's fine not if you wear a mask i, I know it traps in all the carbon monoxide, <laughs> you that you monoxide breathe out. yeah yeah it was carbon monoxide is breathing out <laughs> it's, it's bad it's gonna make me re- like you know mentally disabled if i don't breathe oxygen all the time mm. uh, how am i gonna vape if i have a mask on? <laughs> <laughs> i can't get popcorn lung with this mask exactly Oh brother! Well, I, I don't know that we'll be able to have you back on for this show because it's going to be done soon.
2: I know. I was I was trying to avoid it. I didn't want uh, this time to be over because I enjoyed every second of uh, getting to be on the show with you guys.
3: So. I mean, hey, maybe, we
1: enjoy having you. Yes,
3: which thanks. is which is why it's always nice to see you and have you back on. I'm glad you got to see this episode. We got to share this. Like I. Unless some really great shit happens in the next seven episodes, this is, I'm going on record saying this is my favorite episode of the entire fucking series. I will be listening intently to see what you think of the ending. It's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I can make myself care any more than I did about this one. (laughs) Um, My emotional bandwidth is too taxed. Um. Well, I mean, are there any old projects that are still floating around that you want people to check out, or uh you know
2: i've still been uh, I've still been writing and stuff uh I've still been writing a comic uh, and stuff like that. Uh, I thought about i that's the funny thing is like i I also was starting to feel like I wanted to get back on stage to do some standup uh right about middle to the end of February
1: mm. of this year. Uh-huh good timing
2: (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's perfectly my life and so i'm like maybe that's a sign from the universe that you're not funny don't do stand up uh
1: you know this all happened
2: because i was gonna do stand up is what i'm trying to say
3: i mean you can you can live with that on your brain i grew up catholic so i know all about like being cursed by god (laughs) which is just a stat. that's what they bring you up with but like I mean, you guys just didn't get to have birthdays and stuff, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. God liked us, but if we ever uh, even saw a Christmas
3: tree, we were doomed to nothingness after <laughs> death. Oh God, just—it's all made up, and then you <laughs> you can just make up your own story, and it'll be good. <laughs> Everybody ends up having a happy ending when when all of the the anti maskers choke on their uh viscera. So. <laughs> anyway, on that note, thank you for coming back in the home stretch, Devin. Uh thank it's wonderful to you. have you on again. Um for those of you that are still listening, the that that core group that we love, uh, you can send us an email at sermcastpod at gmail.com. You can Find us on Facebook. Some of you actually do. We appreciate that. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, Slurmcast Pod. You can rate and review us on iTunes. Just come on. We got seven episodes left, even more for you guys. You know, there's probably about 10 that are still going to come out for you to review. Just every one of them. Just, just give us like a nice five star. Be like, this sucks. It was better three and a half years ago when Horchie was on it, or whatever you want to say. Maybe, hey. maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I don't agree with that, but share your opinions. Let people know. We've stuck with it and we're glad that you have too. Uh, if you want, you can call us at 216 438 1077. Even that was a whole thing because it's the number like that 1077 is how much a pizza and a Coke cost when Fry was delivering pizzas in 1999. Mm-hmm. Deep Everybody cuts. Remembers. Yeah, deep, 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 deep cuts. Deep, deep cuts. Deep cuts. We, we haven't gotten a phone number aside from a telemarketer asking me about debt collection and years at yeah, this point yeah really. it's really. been a you know, a minute send us a text it'll make us feel more loved than the the bots that try and make me go to their emails on words with friends
2: i'm just gonna text <laughs> you i see wiener every hour for the next two months
3: perfect perfect <laughs> or set up a bot on twitter to do it it'll be <laughs> if i figure out how to do that i will wonderful well uh Again, thank you for coming on. Thanks for spending some time with us. The, yeah, good you to see you guys. you and the people at home or wherever you are listening. Mm-hmm. And we'll uh, we'll be back again shortly.
1: Stay safe. Don't choke on your own viscera.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.